0: You're eating this cow shit. Do you think I want to eat cow shit?
1: All right, Fred, you ready? Yeah. All right. And three, two. Oh, here we go. I'm here with with Fred. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my good friend Fred. He works at the school I work at. He's worked at a lot of. He's done a lot of things. A lot of pretty awesome things. So. Okay. What do you uh, where, where, What was your first job?
0: My first job, believe it or not, was shoveling chicken shit in a <laughs> farm in uh, in uh, upstate New York. That was your first job. True story. I was 14 years old. I got a summer job doing that. I never had any realization that I would learn skills that have been useful as an educator. Yeah. But shoveling shit comes in really handy when you're teaching. I. I- <laughs> I did do that. It's a true story, folks, and uh, if I can borrow an old joke, I'd say working in a a hen house isn't good, especially if you chew gum, (laughs) because if you chew gum and drop it, you'll think you found it, and you'll say, nope, that's not it, and then you'll try again. It's really really bad. It's really bad. You've just lost your entire life.
1: All, all 13, all 14, yeah. whatever. They're out of here. <laughs> um, but, okay, so, but I know you've worked in education. I have. For a long time. I've, so.
0: work, I've worked in education. Tell us about that for almost 40 years now i started as a tutor and i have uh yes. 40,
1: 40 years yeah okay at least yeah. i just wanted to clarify Yeah, 40. about about
0: 40 years yeah. i worked as an esl tutor first and then i went through and i got my certification i was a high school social studies teacher uh Then issues came up uh, with my hearing and so on, and now I'm a special ed para uh, educator so that I can work one on one with people and I can yeah. actually hear them.
1: Yeah, which is uh, certainly helps you. Um, uh, yeah. Except for you know the COVID world today, you know I think you've had a special experience being somebody who's lost of hearing and people everyone wearing masks.
0: It's been very very difficult. Yeah. As it is, uh, I have, have deafness from uh, nerve damage so I can't separate sounds. If a kid talks over here, another kid talks over there, I don't know who's talking. So that's a problem. One thing that helped me is that I was trained to read lips and that helps me enormously until now when everybody's wearing masks. So it's very difficult now and I very much sympathize with kids that have hearing problems because they're going through it a lot more than I am.
1: Right, right. Um, And I mean, to be fair, and you have a a high-functioning brain can you imagine you know what i mean yeah can yeah you, i would you, like to think so yeah yeah so can you imagine somebody who has a disability is or is not neurotypical and also can't hear completely <laughs>
0: completely it's it's hard for them to control yeah. uh, their attention and concentrate as it is so right. put a mask on them and see how lost they got
1: right and that's basically what we've been doing all day yes yeah. it's just basically de-escalation All day. Yeah. They They ought to send a few
0: urban police uh, departments here to study de-escalation with us,
1: because they don't seem to get that. No, they do not. So I just was looking on my phone and I read that the United States had the highest daily count of coronavirus today. Well, that's because they're testing too much. Yeah. Yeah, that's why. Um, It's
0: like everybody's saying, no, Mr. President, well, you should stop asking. It's about
1: the same thing. I had this conversation with Ray the other day. Don't you think working in a public school, everybody should be getting tested at least once a week? Everybody. I'm talking about staff, and I'm talking about students, too.
0: I not only think that, but I think we all should have been tested before we returned to the building in the first place. Absolutely. That's what colleges do. I don't know why they think high school kids are different. Although our Secretary of Education says that young people cannot be uh infected which is which, not true which is not even close to true no and we're it's, suffering the consequences as of uh, ever since but it's not not a good situation they should have a handle on it they should know and
1: now yeah. they're just saying mark meadows said yesterday he said that uh no we're not going to get a handle on it did yeah. you see that it's just yeah. like it, it sounded it sounded like he's giving up yeah and we're just going to live with the fact that, you know, over a thousand people are going to continue to die every day of COVID and people are going to get sick. And it's it, okay. And that's okay. <laughs> I, I, I like, it's pretty, it's pretty wild, but I, the, there's been a lot of failures with Trump and just his coronavirus response. Um, completely.
0: You don't need another reason to not vote for this guy. Yeah. He, he had the biggest challenge of the century and he's blown it from day one. And it's interesting that his chief of staff suddenly says that we're not going to control this pandemic because Trump's people have been saying all along that they would, that they have controlled it and that it's going to disappear. Yeah. How many uh, times has
1: he said that? He uh, said that like at least... I don't
0: even know. He he's going to keep saying it until it disappears, and that'll be sometime in the next millennium. And then, and then he'll say, "See, I told you." Yeah, um, um, we're not that stupid.
1: No, um, this is a, <laughs> this election. Um, I mean, and I don't. I mean, we know, you know. I don't even. Not even a big fan of Biden. Like I don't really even. You know, I, I don't. I think he's another. Uh, you know, yeah, like he'll listen to doctors and scientists, and you know, he try to won't throw people off healthcare, and you know, gay people will still allowed to be able to get married, and people you know, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, you know, but he's not the structural change certainly that I want. No, not at all. Probably. At the same time, though, it's like I, I'm like if you want progressive values and you want progressive. Policies, you'll never get a chance to have them again if Trump gets a second term. There's, I, no, there's no
0: question about that. Yeah. And, and I, 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 I hate to put it on this level, but I would vote for a cold dish of spaghetti before I would vote for Donald Trump. Me too. Uh, and <laughs> if Joe Biden's a cold dish of spaghetti, Sp- he's uh, he's one that we can digest. I think he, he, <coughs> he's not he's not a liar, and he's not evil, and he's not a fool, and that. What's him at the head of the pack? It, I supported a different candidate through this whole thing, and it. I've noticed that that Biden. In the first debate, said he was the most progressive candidate out there, which wasn't true then. Not even close. And Maybe. Biden's been heading towards the center ever since he yeah. got rid of the last progressive Democrat. Right. I I assume he's going to be another Bill
1: Clinton, and I'm going to hold my nose and vote for Would, him anyway. Because because you know why? Because at least he believes in democracy. Yeah. And at least he believes in science. And yeah. at least he, you know he. He's not going to go out. I don't think he's going to go out and lie to you every single day. And we're not going to be in the state like, you know, I would almost I'm okay. I'm OK would be having a president that bored me for a little while. You know what I mean? Uh, It would be nice to be bored for a while. It would be nice to be bored for a while because I'm sick of waking up every I feel like I feel like Donald Trump's been the president for my entire life because it's been a different. Like, since, since 2000, since he became, since he won the election, or even before that, since he started his run for president, all I've wanted him to do for the last five years is go away. You I know? don't want to, I don't want to see you anymore. I don't want to listen to you anymore. You're a liar. You're a racist. You're, you're a sexist. You're a con. And, you know. <laughs> I do know, but
0: I, I, I gotta... Got a flash of cold uh, shower on you, yeah. And everybody else that's listening out there that sympathizes, don't think your work is done on election oh, day. Oh hell no! Because this man is not going to go away. First of all, he's not going to leave the office without a fight. He's yeah. made that very clear. And besides, if he ever does get out of the office, he's going to buy himself a news network yeah. and be the biggest pain in the butt you have ever come across. But at least he won't be the president. But he won't be the president. Yeah, they're going to take the the nuclear button away from him and that's a very good thing but it won't be over and he's gonna sit back and tell you why Biden's doing everything wrong yeah and especially if we ha- if we have the b- big mess with the economy that lasts for years which is very possible I think it's inevitable he's point. gonna be sniping at him all the way yeah so, um, so if you support uh, open government and democracy, and uh, having non satanic people running the world, then just recognize uh, this is going to take a while. Yeah. It, there's it, still a lot of people that believe in this man
1: for whatever reason, and they're not going to give up without some kind of fight. Here's my next question. Um, um, there's a lot of things we can talk about when it comes to the Trump administration. Um, I, I, did a, I did a podcast yesterday about um, just on the issue of. Um, This is just Medicaid. And he proposed to cut $1.6 trillion from Medicaid from working in the social services capacity like you have. Can you speak to uh, what that would do? It directly funds everything I do
0: yeah every minute of the workday so far is supported by Medicaid yep. these are students who have been tested and found in need and the government requires us to meet their needs if Medicaid is cut we will not be able to do our job yep interestingly enough any pending cuts by uh, Trump on Medicaid have been drastically underreported. Yep. Do you think he would carry the state of Florida if he told all those retirees he plans to cut their Medicaid? Uh, and their Social Security. And their Social Security. And their Medicare. He has already... Cutting your Social Security by the very fact that that uh, that he's controlling the deductions in that he is trying to kill Social Security. If you have any interest in senior issues, I don't know why you're even looking at this man.
1: Yeah, he he's laughing at you. Yeah, um, let's talk about the Supreme Court for a second because yeah. <laughs> my response too but we got the conservatives now have a six to three majority on the supreme court awesome and um, yeah it's, it's going to be bad I think um, it's already it's been bad but it's going to this certainly isn't going to help um, do you think the, Chuck Schumer told Mitch McConnell yesterday he said you're going to regret this do you think the democrats have packed the court I don't know and
0: I don't even know if I recommend it. I'm I'm not sure. I am reminded that Franklin Roosevelt tried to do that for what he thought were very important reasons and that he never shook the reputation of being a dictator because it, it was perceived as going out of bounds. Yeah. Now let's look at the boundaries. The Constitution does not say how many Justices no. need to be in the Supreme and Court. And it
1: has fluctuated over. Let's the be years. honest. The two two out of the three Supreme Court justices that Trump approved were stolen because of first Mayor Garland, who how can how can you justify the fact that Obama President Obama in the last year of his presidency with over two hundred days left in his presidency nominated somebody to the supreme court doesn't even get a hearing because mitch mcconnell said oh we're not going to do that in election year and then ruth bader ginsburg dies and they get their wait a month before an election and then Mm -hmm. they get their confirmation pick a week before the election how? What the Like what? Like <laughs> I'll tell you. How do you? Do that's that? that's why I, I can make the, I, th- I make the argument that I think they've already the Republicans are already packing the court. I think
0: you can make that argument. I don't think you can sell it to any of the people right. that that are celebrating uh, uh, the current appointment, but. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I think if if I were in charge of the country for a couple of minutes, the first thing I would do is change the lifelong appointment of, of yes. judges, federal judges and Supreme Court justices to perhaps 10 years yeah. instead of life. I agree. I, I think there's something profoundly undemocratic about lifetime appointments. That's how we get
1: kings. Yeah. Uh, um, and our judicial system is going to be hurt from Trump long after he's gone. Yeah. Because he has appointed so many j- judges in our government that it's, I, I don't even want to look at it because I know it's so many. And uh, that's gonna, you're talking about, when you're talking about the Supreme Court, you're talking about voting rights. You're talking about um, unions. You're talking about um, abortion and, and women's rights. And you're talking about equal pay for equal work. You're talking about health healthcare. You're, you're, you know, gay marriage, I don't think they'll touch that, but you never know with these people.
0: I, I wouldn't assume they're not going to touch that. Yeah. I would even question uh, how valid the right to protest would be. Since we had a series of protests after the, the Floyd killing, and the president made it clear that you do not have the right to protest yeah. against him, and those are the people he appointed, I think even that's in question. The president uh, has shown. Uh, a willingness to try and stifle the uh, media. So I think it, the candidates he looked for would agree with him on that. You can just take your uh, your Bill of Rights and flush it down the toilet, is what I think. I don't know what we're going to do about this, but I think all cards should be on the table. And we should not have a, a Supreme Court that is that
1: far off kilter with the majority yeah. of america let's be real 70 percent or 65 percent of america is not conservative and does not believe what the majority of the supreme court believes and that's just a fact yeah. if you look at every every poll every every study every you know it's a fact that that's that that, that certainly they're not representing the majority of americans we we know that yeah. um well trump trump has been very busy since he took office appointing federal judges. yeah,
0: And if you listen to him talk, you can tell why. He will say, oh, I don't respect that judge. He's an Obama judge. Or you say, oh, this is a good judge. He was a Bush judge. Yeah. So what he's saying is that people who like his opinion are good judges and people who don't like his opinion are bad judges. So he's filling the courts up with people that are going to support him and his half-assed ideas about stealing money to build a wall. Yeah, and, and, and
1: like his attorney it, General, he did the same thing exactly. there. Exactly, he does whatever he wants.
0: Well, he's he's built an entire federal judiciary to behave just like that Attorney General, and that we're going to pay for that. Yeah, we are. So is, for a long time, is the solution packing the court? I don't know, but I heard somebody suggest if they're going to pack a court, they should do it right. Yeah, right next. Oh, to, yeah, right next to Clarence Thomas, put Anita Hill. Yeah. She was justified uh, okay. in, in her resentment of him when he was a, a chauvinist pig. Right next to Brett Kavanaugh, put Professor Ford. Yeah. She didn't get a fair hearing for for sexual assault. No. Nope. Uh, let's put the right people in there. Yeah. Maybe dig up Ruth Bader Ginsburg and have her sit right
1: next. Wait, to what, the about what about Barack Obama? Uh, it has been talked about. I would love it. I mean, I, I listened to his speech the other day, and I was like. He made a speech, and he just tore Trump apart, and I'm sure it felt amazing for him because Trump has, can you imagine the mental um, trauma he's put that family through with, no. like, I, I can't even imagine, and most of the time Obama stayed quiet about it, And but he, the other day he made a speech for about 30 minutes, and he just hammered him, and it was, I'm sure he felt amazing, and I all yeah. I could think about was like, geez, you know, he wasn't perfect, but. Put that man back in my government. Yeah, Yeah, you know. Definitely
0: somewhere. And the Supreme Court would be an interesting location for him. And if some of you are cringing about that idea, how about this one? Trump wanted to appoint Ted Cruz Mm -hmm. to the Supreme Court. So, tell me which example is worse. We've only had one ex-president put into the Supreme Court. He was put in as Chief Justice. That was William Taft, who was a lousy president who
1: became a pretty good Supreme Court Justice. I think, honestly, I think Obama would be an outstanding Supreme Court Justice, to be honest with you. Well, he certainly Is, no matter
0: what you people think, he certainly is not a knee jerk liberal. No. I went through eight years of the guy and he frustrated me uh, with some of the things I wanted him to stand for.
1: So he listens to the issues. He does. He listens and and he listens to everybody from all walks of life and all views and he's, he's a, he's a, I think he's, um, he's, he's, pretty brilliant too i think he's very very his intellect's very high which i I mean one of the things i would want from my president is to be smarter than me so (laughs) well he's so much smarter than trump
0: that trump has been talking about him ever since he got to town yeah i mean if, if obama did it then it was terrible yeah you know remember that nationwide nightmare we had over obamacare yeah i must have missed that
1: yeah. All I know is people got insurance. That didn't I got this before. I got to stay on my health insurance until I was 26 years old, and then that was your nightmare. Yeah. Then got married, and then I I got married to well, it determined when I got married is what I'm saying. Like mm-hmm. it determined Mimi had Mimi and I had to get married before my 26th birthday because I was gonna lose my health insurance. We would have gotten married at some point anyway. Wait, if I had married Mimi, I would have health insurance now. No, but how do you tell me? I was. <laughs> yeah yeah that's we can talk about that for a second um the fact that we don't have a system in this country that uh people can go to the doctor and get the care they need regardless of their income is pretty uh it's it's embarrassing i think it's um not it's 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 morally wrong too i think and i have a i'm hardcore about this one like Whatever that every other developed country does it and whatever our system ended up being, it needs to be that you go to the doctor, you get your stuff taken care of and you leave w- without going bankrupt and without and without mountains of debt or even deductibles and co co-payments. Well, can you talk about universal health care for a second?
0: People of Denmark can do it. Can we do it? Yeah. Can you think of anything Denmark can do better than us? Yeah. Well, Carlsberg beer maybe. But but the rest of it, I really question. It's a matter of priorities. We would rather have billion-dollar insurance companies and stinking rich lobbyists from pharmaceutical companies hounding our congressmen every inch of the way, then do the right thing. We can do the right thing. America will be healthier for it, and you will find that overall health expenditures will go down. Yes. Because we're not padding the pockets of the fat cats. Right. Now, if that sounds un-American to you, so be it. But... You know,
1: if, if South Africa can do it, can yeah. we do it? Every other developed country, in countries, and we're, you know, Bernie Sanders said something one time, he said, if we're a poor country, we have one type of conversation, but we're the richest country, mm-hmm. and we don't have universal health care. Like, that's, that's, that's wrong, you know? And if
0: you're wondering what it'll do to your taxes, here's the truth of the matter. Uh, the truth of the matter is you're already paying for uninsured people. It's already happening. They don't refuse people at emergency rooms yet. And that means if you don't have any insurance and you can't pay for it, the rest of us pay. It's no different, except we'll be doing it the right way and the more sensible, efficient way it can be done. That's why Donald Trump believes in this, and that's why he's going to create a health
1: program. (laughs) Remember that? That was four years ago. He hasn't done jack squats. Obama said in his speech, he's like, the GOP health care plan's been coming for two weeks for the last 10 years. Yeah, Yeah, (laughs) exactly. I've almost got it here. They don't have one. That's the answer. They have no plan on health care except for to continue the status quote. He's had the
0: keys for four years. It's time to turn them over to somebody who wants to drive the car.
1: Yeah. And while I don't I I think Medicare for all is the way to go over Biden's proposal of the public option, the public option is still way better than what we have now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So I'm not uh, there's still other single payer options out there. Yeah. Um you know, if people really love their private insurance that much, which I'm going to be honest with you, I've never really met somebody that says they love their private insurance, yeah, no, <laughs> but, no. but, if you know, if that's the issue, then, you know, it is, like then you'll still have your private insurance under a Biden presidency, but at least we'll have a public option. Still think Medicare for all is the way to go because... The infrastructure will still be there, and they'll still find their way to to make their money. You know, the infrastructure will still be there. There'll be a public option, but with Medicare for All, that allows your government to say, no, you're not allowed to charge outrageous Prices for prescription drugs. No, you're not. Which is what Canada does. That and it's what Britain does through the National Health Service. They, they, you know. So it would also give you a chance to regulate what kind of
0: medicines get protected and what don't. Yeah. I mean, uh, didn't didn't I see a major payout for the manufacturers of OxyContin? Well, they paid their salesmen to go all over the country convincing doctors that it wasn't habit forming, without any regulation to assure that they tell the truth yeah. they don't tell the truth yeah. and as a result we've lost more people through opioid addiction than we've lost in the afghanistan war yeah. another reason for the government to step into health care is because private industry has proven that they're willing to
1: kill people to make a profit yep and another reason to just the, the end we're in the middle of the worst is this the worst? This is the worst pandemic of your lifetime. Oh, it's the only pandemic yeah, of my really, lifetime that I, mean, yeah. I know of. It's the worst one since
0: smallpox and World War in World War One. And yeah. you would think we've gotten
1: uh, better at public health in the haven't. last hundred years, and, but we haven't. Uh, we're not handling this too good, are we? We're. I mean, it's pretty sad what I see and read about with this coronavirus. I, I think about it every day. Um, I do I do too. My wife
0: my wife had it in March. Uh, why don't some of you people call me up and tell me that it's fake?
1: it's a hoax. It's not.
0: You know, why don't you go to a nursing home and find out if it's a hoax? Yeah. Do you know what 220,000 dead bodies looks like? Yeah. It looks like a pretty elaborate hoax, wouldn't you say? Yeah. And that's just in America. Right. No, this hasn't gone and it's not gonna go away because you wanna have your little college party or something like that. This is life or death. Let's take it seriously.
1: We we And if the worst thing you have to do is wear a damn mask, then wear the damn mask. Just wear the mask, man. It's not that hard. I wear one all day. Like it's it's really not that hard. Well, um, it's better than killing your grandma. Fred, we have about five more minutes before I have to go to football, and we're definitely gonna do this again because yeah. we have way more to talk about. Um, but um, so um, we'll just focus on the task at hand, and that's a, we have a week. I don't know if I'll talk to you again before the election, so we'll talk about the election. Um, we have a week until the election, and when people say that. I feel like they say, everybody says every election, like, oh my God, it's the biggest election of our lifetime. But you're you're not choosing, this is the way I'm putting it, you're not choosing between Donald Trump and Joe Biden. You're choosing between, do you want an authoritarian government or do you want a democracy?
0: I, th- I think it is perfectly... Fair to characterize Donald Trump as a fascist, Yep. and I will defend that. They'll only proved that I, I, I can defend it if yeah. you if you study the uh, definition. Fascism historically likes authoritarian government with a strong military, but it continues to allow a private economy with favors towards the more powerful. That is Donald Trump in a teacup, ladies and <laughs> yes gentlemen. It is. So you are doing what the the Germans did in 1934. You're choosing between fascism fascism and democracy yeah and if i've got to coach you on that election then man you slept through history class
1: yeah uh, and you were a history teacher so you would know yep did yep. you ever have any uh interesting conversations while teaching history did you ever hear anybody challenge you that had yep. radical views and absolutely
0: stuff? yeah it, going both ways yep oh yeah i've had i've had racism
1: defended in my class i've had uh uh, uh, oh, another issue where Trump is terrible syst- w- with the systemic racism like his, I'll say it right now Donald Trump's a racist it, his, <laughs> it's,
0: it's his worst issue yeah. it's, it's it's the one that you
1: just can't look away from and it's the one that you know and I talked about this with Ray the other day it's one you know you try to find common ground with people but I can't find common ground with people if you think that black people should be just killed by cops for, for minor minor things and that um, segregation was it was uh, like justifiable, and that's you know, slavery wasn't a big deal, and that you know, all like I can't find common ground with you.
0: <laughs> well, that's really important because when you can't find common ground, is when the trouble starts. Yeah, think of the issue of slavery, right. You didn't have any undecided
1: there. No. You either were liked it yeah. or you hated it. You either. That's why Trump. You know, it's at the point where you're either for him or against him. Yeah. Like it's there's no. Oh, I can't. No. You you either you're for, you're, you're for him or against him. And well, it, abortion is another
0: issue like that. Mm-hmm. That without demonizing the other side, you can see that, that there's no compromise here. Mm-hmm. You're either for it or against it yeah. for whatever reasons. People have perfectly good reasons, but when there's no common ground, yeah. you are pulled. You're polarized, you're fractured, and
1: you can't get over that crevice. You're either a religious bigot or you're not a religious bigot. You don't think that people should be discriminated against. The first thing that Donald Trump did when he took office in 2017 was institute his Muslim ban. He instituted a ban based on people of a religion, and he, did, he excluded countries where he had big business deals. That's a, whole, that's a whole other, again, how you talk about doing special favors. Donald Trump is the king of doing special favors. It's yep. all he's ever done in his entire life. And he's also the king of dividing people, find, yep.
0: finding enemies like the Mexicans that are all rapists. That's how he started his campaign. Yep. Yep, and it caught fire because Americans are willing to go down that road. Yeah. It, It makes a difference who your leader is. These same people, when Obama was president, some of them were with him. Yeah. And now they found arch-testosterone dude, uh, Trump. And they feel macho going out there. Yeah. It's like Kanye West saying, I feel like Superman in my mega hat. Yeah. Well, go feel like Superman. I'd rather feel like a human being myself. Thank like you. one that cares yeah. and has some compassion and sympathy for the people that are being denied. Yep.
1: Uh, we can do better than this, America. We I really challenge can. you to do better. Please, please. All right, Fred. Thank you. That was, I wish we had more time, but you'll. this is going to happen several times. You're going to be on my podcast I, any, I, anytime you want. I enjoy it, man. If anybody's listening, I'd be interested in their views, pro or con. Absolute, absolutely. So and that's one thing I want to make very clear for those of you that are still listening. I will welcome any view on this show. I might challenge you and I might disagree because it's my podcast. But I would welcome, if a Trump supporter, an avid Trump supporter wants to come on my show, you know, get up. Show uh, us where we're wrong. Yeah, yeah. And um, get a hold of me. I, there's plenty of ways that you can. I, I, so, you know, that's, that's exactly how I feel about it. All right. Good enough. Thank you. Thank you, friend. Thank you.